Hello and welcome to the Abbott and Costello Show from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Abbott, what time is it? It's 8 o'clock, Costello. We're on the air for PDQ Gasoline here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello Show. It's the new transcribed Abbott and Costello show with a new singing discovery, Susan Miller and Maddie Melnick Orchestra, and yours truly, Michael Roy. So hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Do you know if tomorrow's Lincoln's birthday? Oh, sure. I already I already called him up and he congrat- and I congratulated him. Why, you dope. Lincoln has been dead for over 75 years. No wonder he didn't answer the phone. I... <laughs> you don't know the first thing about history, Hello? Lincoln. Ask me a question. All right. What happened in uh, 1809? Abraham Lincoln was born. Right. And what happened in uh, 1861? Well, now, let me see now. Uh, Forgers in 18... I got it. Lincoln was 52 years old. All right. Who wrote Lincoln's Gettysburg address? Don't look at me. I didn't do it. Ah, uh, certainly you didn't. <laughs> certainly you didn't. Well, give me credit. I may not be smart, but I'm honest. All right, all right. I'll try it. I'll try it with a question about Lincoln. Now, whose picture is on the $5 bill? Um, uh, Truman? Uh, no. Uh, General Myers? Uh, no, no, no. Hands are on it. Ah, wait a minute. Answer the question. Whose picture is on the $5 bill? I'll find out. Give me that phone. Hello, operator. Give me London 6173. Hello, Mr. Atley. This is an American citizen. I'd like to have you look at one of our $5 bills and tell me whose picture's on it. <laughs> well, well, is that so? Well, did you find out? No, he ain't got nothing smaller than a 20. <laughs> That's just the beginning, folks. 27 odd minutes of Abbott and Costello still to come. But first, hear this. What's new in Compton? It's Frank L. Atkinson. And in Los Angeles, Jack T. Shimatsu. Up in San Jose, we have Jack Walsh and Tony Tomasello. And down in Long Beach, Charles Simmons. More new PDQ dealers. 
Each decided for himself that PDQ was the name and the reputation and the quality to stake the dream of personal business success and independence upon. If all goes well, these men in one, two, or five years from now will have a lot more than a lapel button for good conduct to show for the long hours, the hard work, the confidence and experience that they will put into their filling station business. For they will have proven, each in his own community among his customers and neighbors, that an independent automotive expert conducting his own business, offering automotive products of unbeatable quality, will give the motorist more for his dollar. We think this is a very sound recommendation for the quality and the reputation of PDQ products. And now, the Abbott and Costello Show. Where have you been? I haven't seen you all week. Well, I've been moving, Abbott. I bought a house way out in the country. It's about a mile from Uncle Mike's place. What a beautiful ranch, Abbott. I call it the Lumbago Ranch. The Lumbago Ranch? Why did you name it Lumbago? Because it's got a creek in the back. Uh... <laughs> you get it? Lumbago, creek in the back. I got it, I got it. I'm glad somebody got it. Just don't sit there, folks. You got him for nothing. Right, <laughs> Just gave you chocolate, didn't I? <laughs> Tell me, what do you want with a ranch? Well, I'm going to raise monkeys. You bought a ranch to raise monkeys? You're a nut. What's better for a nut than a monkey ranch? <laughs> Here's a picture of the farmhouse, Abbott. Uh, what's that little house in the back? That's the garage. I'll bet you thought I was going to say smokehouse. I... <laughs> <laughs> so you bought... Bought yourself a new house. Uh, what condition is it in? Wonderful condition. I just had a painted and it didn't cost a cent. A doctor painted it for nothing. A doctor painted your house for nothing? Yeah. How do you know it was a doctor? He signed his name on the roof in big red letters. It says Dr. Pepper. <laughs> just a moment, Castella. Who sold you this house? I got the house uh, from a Mr. Crow. Mr. Crow? Yes. In order to get the house, they told me I'd have to go to E.S. Crow. E.S. Crow? Uh, that's Crow. That means you bought the house through the bank. Does the bank have a lien on your house? Does the bank have a what? A lien on your house. If the bank ever leaned on my house, it would fall down. <laughs> I'm talking about a mortgage. Who holds the paper on your house? Nobody. The paper is stuck on a house with glue. Oh, never mind that. What kind of a place did you buy? Uh, do you have a large uh, patio? Let's not get personal. I mean a patio with a barbecue. I do all my cooking in my patio. I knew you when you didn't have a patio to cook in. <laughs> Look, Costello, don't you know anything about your new house? Don't you have it inspected? Did you have it inspected, Lou? Inspected for what? For flaws. You might have flaws in your house. Certainly I got flaws. What do you think I walk out of, ceiling? <laughs> Never mind that. What period is your house? What period? Yes. Did you buy a, a period house? No, I bought a house, period. <laughs> what, I'm trying to find out if your house is Spanish, French, or English. It's early American. How do you know? I found a couple of dead Indians in the attic. <laughs> Who designed the house? Oh, the same architect that designed the pyramids in Egypt. The pyramids were designed by a man 4,000 years ago. There's nothing like getting a man with experience, you know. <laughs> Look, Costello, you can tell what kind of a house it is by the roof. Now, is the roof shingled or tiled? Of course. It's one of those... 
What did you say? Is your is your roof single? Certainly it's single. Who ever heard of a married roof? <laughs> I'm talking about your rooftop. My what top? Rooftop. Roof, roof, roof. Yeah, but I can't hear a thing you're saying. There's a dog barking someplace. <laughs> Did you notice if it was tiled on top of your roof? Now, what would a tile be doing on top of my roof? He's liable to fall down the chimney and tear the teeth of his houses. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a tile roof. A tile roof is held together by mortar. By what? Mortar, mortar. Don't you know what mortar is? Certainly. My mortar is the woman that married my father. If it's tiled, the mortar keeps the house dry. At my house, it's the mortar who keeps the tile dry. Mortar, no. Uh, Costello, I'm trying to tell you that the mortar holds a tile on the roof. What kind of a mortar would hold a tile on the roof? Look, of all the stupid idiots, I'm trying to tell you the tile is plastered on the roof. Now, there's a pretty picture. A little tile plastered on the roof. <laughs> well, let me explain. Please, I have a tile roof on my house. You also have a tile head on your shoulder. Now, now wait a minute. I don't interrupt. Now, when the roof is tiled, they spread the tile on the roof and plaster it with mortar. The tile runs across the roof and down the gutter. So that in case of a shower, the tile drains into a pipe or spout and keeps everybody in the house from getting soaked. That's enough, Abbott. This time you've gone too far. And I'm glad I found you out. Found me out? Yes, what I'm, do you mean? I'm glad I found you out. What do you mean by that? I didn't mind so much when you said that a shingle roof could have a tile. I didn't even care when you said that the tile was on top of my house. But when you said that that poor little child was taking a shower with a pipe in his mouth and running down the gutter to get plastered with his mortar, not only have you attacked the sanctity of the American home, but you have imbued on the Bill of Rights and cast asparagus on the Atlantic Charter. <laughs> Come on, Costello. We're going out and look at that house. my new home. And since you and me have been pals for so many years, I'm going to ask you to move in here with me. Well, Costello, that's mighty sweet of you. I want you to know that I will be only too happy to live here with you for the rest of my life. Okay. Now will you carry me across the threshold? Oh, <laughs> get down and stop acting silly. Let's, let's go in and, and look the new house over. Come on. Oh, oh well, be home, Mr. Costello. I'll be checking your hat. Oh, uh, welcome home, Mr. Costello. Me checking your coat? Who are you two guys? Oh, oh, just, just a couple of Chinese checkers. <laughs> now they're starting to come in pairs. Never mind them, Costello. Now about my room. I'd like a room with a bath. Abbott, this is a farm. All you get is a room with a pad. <laughs> Costello, are you crazy? Do you mean to tell me that you bought a house without a bathtub? What do we need with a bathtub? We're only going to stay here during the winter. <laughs> this place is in a deplorable condition. You'll need a full staff of domestic help. I can't afford a full staff. Then get a skeleton staff. I will, as soon as I can find a skeleton that will work for seven bones a week. <laughs> How do you do, Miss? I'm Lou Costello. I'm the owner of this new house. Congratulations on the acquisition of this beautiful, 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 beautiful... Beautiful, beautiful what? Junk. <laughs> What's on your mind, miss? For your information, my profession is decoration. This name sounds like she swallowed a tobacco auctioneer. <laughs
right, Costello. Miss, this place uh, could stand some decoration. Uh, what would you suggest? Well, after careful consideration and a thorough examination, my suggestion for you protection would be to get a new foundation. Naturally, naturally. Quiet, Costello. Miss, do you always talk like that? Oh, only when I'm holding the conversation. Hey, how would you go about decorating this house? Well, I'd start with the kitchen. What is the kitchen? Oh, you know, the kitchen where you have your electric refrigeration. You, you keep your vittles and provisions and dishes. Dishes? Wait a minute, Lou. She means dishes, plates. Aren't you? Aren't you going to get some new plates? <laughs> She's the one who needs new plates. <laughs> well, I must make my departure, and I hope you call me in the near future. You bet your, and I'm glad to have met your. <laughs> and I consider myself very fortunate to have met the appreciate. <laughs> There goes a nice girl. You bet you are. She's an inspiration and quite an attraction for this uh, radio station. Now cut it out, cut it out. You get a, you have enough trouble with the straight stuff. No. <laughs> I won't live in this house unless I have a bathtub. Now get on the phone and call the plumber. Okay. Lady, this is Lou Costello. Oh, Lou Costello, the radio comedian. I'm glad you called up. I got a funny joke with your radio show. Why does a faucet go drip, drip, drip? I don't know. Why does a faucet go drip, drip, drip? Because it can't go. <laughs> Look, lady, I just bought a house out in the country and it ain't got no bathtub. I can't wait until spring. I'm going to a dance Saturday night. Oh, all right. But remember, there's a terrific shortage of bathtubs. However, I'll let you talk to our Mr. Fawcett, but I'm afraid you'll find him pretty cold. Hot or cold? Connect me with Fawcett. One moment, please. Hello, Fawcett speaking. <laughs> Hello, this is Lou Costello. I'd like to have a bath. Uh, well, how long has it been since you've had one? <laughs> oh, of course, I didn't call you up to hear you dribble. I'm trying to get a new tub. Well, I'm awfully sorry. The only tubs we have are wash tubs for commercial purposes. Uh, you take in washing. What do you mean, take in washing? I never wash in my life. Oh, you dirty thing. That fellow will never get a bathtub. Oh, no, just stick around. Jack's Plumbing Company. Is this the plumber? No, this is the plumber's friend. <laughs> is that so? Well, I'm quite a plunger myself. <laughs> now, by the way, have you got a used bathtub down there? No, we haven't. Why don't you look in this morning's paper? Why, did somebody advertise a bathtub for sale? No, but Dick Tracy is in a terrible mess. <laughs> Before Abbott and Costello bring you more laughs, listen to 55 seconds of discourse on a different subject. Thank you, sir. Friends, before you plunge headlong into an expensive overhaul job, consider this. 
The endless annoyance of the ping, the stuffed-up logie feeling so often associated with unwise gas-buying habits, may be caused by one of two conditions. Either your car needs working on, or you are not buying PDQ gasoline. So why risk the delay any longer, the danger, the needless expense, when you may find as many thousands have found that taking the ping from your motor is as simple as changing to PDQ gasoline? This famous home remedy for shortness of mileage may be purchased at your neighborhood PDQ service station. Be sure you ask for it by name, genuine PDQ gasoline, not just gasoline alone. Take 10 gallons or more of PDQ gasoline each time your tank gets low. Notice how PDQ gas goes to work instantly you take it to give you quick relief from slow starting. In cases of persistent or recurrent backfire, consult your family mechanic. And now Abbott and Costello. singing it better than I can explain it. Could I interest you in a beautiful imported painting? It came all the way from Buffalo Rome. Now, just a minute, mister. Buffalo is in New York. There is no Buffalo Rome. You mean you've never heard of Give Me a Home where the Buffalo Rome? Where the deer and the antelope play. Where seldom is heard a discouraging word. And they break you on income tax day. Cut it out, cut it out, please. Uh, Mr. Slop. Have you got an old tub around here? Yes, but she's busy doing my laundry. <laughs> she's in the kitchen ironing. Oh, you want to get her to iron you? You're all washed up. Uh, Mr. Swafford, Costello needs a bathtub for his new house. Uh, do you happen to have one? Have I got a bathtub? Gentlemen, just step over here and gaze at this beautiful piece of merchandise. You mean that broken down thing? That must be a hundred years old. Costello, 
How can you tell the age of a bathtub? I counted the rings around it. Costello, that's a pretty nice tub. Oh, yeah? Look at the funny-looking legs on it. Hot, hot, funny-looking legs. Are you going to wash in it or dance with it? Just the same, it's an old model, and I don't like the shape of it. Look at the way it bulges around the keel. Bulges around the keel, eh? Now, when you're that old, it'll happen to you, too. <laughs> this tub is a genuine antique. It was handed down from the Revolutionary War. Handed down? Looks like somebody dropped it. <laughs> Costello's right, Mrs. Swap. There's a big crack in the enamel. Well, the crack proves it's an antique. You read that plaque on the tub. Okay. George Washington slipped here. <laughs> you don't have to worry, Costello. The lady that owns that tub said she'd have the crack fit. Cemented? Of course he meant it. If she wouldn't have said it. <laughs> Costello, we're wasting time. Uh, how much do you want for the tub, Mr. Swap? Uh, Fourteen dollars. I'll give you eight dollars. Eight dollars? Eight dollars for this magnificent tub? Why, I wouldn't even sell it to my own brother for eight dollars. I'll give you eight dollars for that tub. No! Who's that? My brother. I said $14, and $14 it is. I only have one price. I'll give you 10 That's my price. <laughs> for $10. And there'll be a $35 charge for delivery. $35 for delivery? Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no. I'll take the tub home myself on top of my car. Come on, Abbott. Help me carry it out on the car. Wait a minute, Costello. How can we carry this tub out to the car? It weighs over 1,000 pounds. We'll make two trips. <laughs> In order to save himself $35, our hero, Costello, is hauling his second-hand bathtub home on the top of his car. As we look in on him now, Abbott is at the wheel, and Costello is on top of the car sitting in the tub to balance it. What a picture! One tub sitting in another! <laughs> hey! How are you getting along up there? Are you having trouble? Are you ha having trouble, Lou? Holding on to the tub on the top of the car? Yes, Abbott! And don't drive so fast! The tub is liable to fall off, and I don't want to put another crack in my enamel. Are you comfortable sitting in the tub? No, it's awful chilly up here. Hand me the stopper for the tub. The stopper? What for? Feels a little drafty around the drain. <laughs> hey, Abbott, what's the idea of driving over all those bumps? I'm trying to knock the ashes off my cigar. What way are you driving? Look out! Look out! What happened? Low bridge. <laughs> all right, all right, you two pull over there to the curb. What's the trouble, officer? Well, girl, and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth... Just a minute, just a minute. What's the idea of reciting to get his burger dressed? This happens to be the Lincoln Highway. <laughs> Officer, do you happen to know my uncle Mike? He's the chief detective in Glendale. Here's his picture. See if you recognize him. Oh, yeah! Cockeyed Mike Costello. How did a man that's so cross-eyed ever get to be a detective, huh? Well, look at him. Can you tell who he's watching? <laughs> oh, a wise guy, huh? What's the idea of riding around the streets, sitting on the top of your car in the bathtub? Have you tried to find an apartment lately? <laughs> young lad, or I'll come up there and scrub your back with this club. Oh, yeah? Just because you got a uniform, you think it's tough? Just take your coat off once. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. There. The coat's off. What about it? My, hasn't he got beautiful suspenders? Why, Cresto? Officer, we just bought this bath stuff. We're in a hurry to get it home. I can't help that. I'll have to give you a fat friend a ticket for indecent exposure. What do you mean? I'm sitting in the tub and all you can see is my face. With your face, it's indecent exposure. I'll <laughs> get it on with it. Well, Costello, here we are, home at last. Now, how are we going to get this big tub into the house? I'll back the car across my neighbor's lawn and put the tub in through the dining room window. But the tub is too big. It won't go through the window. Abbott, please, let me handle this. think you're doing? Driving across my lawn with that car. You ripped up my glass. You crushed my petunias. And you shattered my gladiolas. Get back in the house before I fracture your hollyhock. <laughs> now, now, Costello, don't talk like that. This woman is your neighbor. Remember the old saying, you should love your neighbor. Well, okay. Ah! You brute! Put me down! Costello! You want me to call my father? No, thanks. I don't think he'd appeal to me. <laughs> oh, come on, Costello. Let's get into the house and set up the bathtub. Now, the first thing we have to do is to hook the pipes to the main. The main what? The main... Uh, the water main. Where's the water main? I don't know where the water main is, but I know where the milk main is. He'll be here in the morning. No, I'm talking about the water main. What runs under the ground from the street to your house? Go for it. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Mr. Costello. What do you want, Norman? Well, I heard you bought a bathtub, Costello, and I thought I'd help you install it. You know, we have a uh, very mechanical family. Mechanical family is right. You're all wound up and jerky. <laughs> oh, break it up, Costello. Look, I'm going down to the basement and connect the pipe. I'm going to connect the pipe to the tub to the hot water heater. You bore a hole in the floor and shove the pipe down. Okay. Okay. Norman, hand me that drill. I've got to bore this hole. Hey, Mr. Costello, you must do a lot of this work, huh? Oh, not a great deal. Then why is it people always say they find you boring? <laughs> boring, that is. Hey, Costello, what are you doing up there? Bore a hole and put that pipe through. I don't have to bore a hole, Abbott. I found a couple of holes in the floor already. Oh, you can't use those. They're not holes. What do you mean they're not holes? They look like holes to me. Costello, they are holes, but they're not holes. How can they be holes if they're not holes? Look, Costello, a knot hole is a hole, but it's not like a hole that is not a knot hole. How do you like that? He can even go down in the basement without starting a routine. <laughs> Listen, I'm busy. Costello, will you please shove those pipes down through the hole in the floor? Where are you, Abbott? Look through the hole in the floor and you can see me. Oh, how you changed. Where did you get those beady little eyes and that mustache? You're, look you're looking in the wrong hole. That's a rat. <laughs> well, there is a family resemblance. Here come the pipes, Abbott. Okay, okay. I'll connect these to the hot water heater. Right. Okay. You can get ready to take your bath. Oh, boy, my first bath in my new house. 
Now to remove my clothes and get in the tub. Are you ready, Abbott? Yeah, all ready. You can turn on the water now. I'm singing in the rain. I'm sliding down the rain. I'm stuck. Hey, hey, what's the matter, Costello? Hand me a towel, Abbott. But I can't see you, Costello. Everything has suddenly gone black. The black is me. You dummy, you connected the tub to the oil tank on the furnace. Get me out of here. That's not all. The boys will be back in just a minute after a few wise words from this fellow. If Johnny brings home a pretty good report card, you just naturally like to talk about it. So please forgive me if I mention what nice report card PDQ has been getting. You see, every gas that's sold hereabouts is reported on by an independent testing outfit that issues industry-wide monthly reports on all branded gas. It's a pretty scientific analysis, but if you happen to be a petroleum engineer, you'd tumble right away that this PDQ gasoline is a mighty, mighty fine grade of gas. And you'd be impressed that month in, month out, year after year, PDQ quality is consistently topped, doesn't drift around. One important reason, PDQ gas is made in PDQ's own refinery by PDQ's own experts, whose first and most important assignment is to make PDQ the first and finest automotive gasoline in mileage, power, and dependability. Lots of motorists find that taking the ping from their motor is as simple as filling up with PDQ. And now, a little more of the Abbott and Costello show, Mr. Vanda, and make it PDQ. And now, here are Abbott and Costello with a final word. Well, Costello, I don't think much of your new house. Oh, I ain't gonna stay there, Abbott. I'm going to build me a big house, a house with seven grables. Not grables, you mean gables. I mean grables. When I build a house, it's got to be well built. Oh, good night, folks. Listen each Wednesday night at this time for another great Abbott and Costello show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Charles Vanda and featuring Susan Miller and Matty Malnick Orchestra. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.